pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. It is the Blitz here on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. He is Joe Reinagle. I'm Jason Minix. Our AA Best Bail Bonds radio road coverage brought to you by Southern Recipe, Small Batch Pork Rinds, and Synergenics. Always a lot of fun on Radio Row. And one of the great things about our Super Bowl trip is we always run into some good friends. Now, if you guys... Uh, have been listening a long time. There are always some sort of drunken stories with Rob and I, especially when Rob and I were co-hosts, and we just refer to these dudes as the Brits. Uh-huh. What, what, what are you laughing at? <laughs> like, like as if we're giving the entire nation a terrible, terrible reputation. I, I would not, I would not say at all that it would be a terrible reputation. But the king of the Brits is with us now. The His king name of is, the Brits. Yes, Will Gavin um, is, is joining us now here on Radio Row, and your talk sport. You are blowing up. When I say king of the Brits. Dude, you are doing the play-by-play of the Super Bowl. Yeah, man. It's wild. It's, How it, the hell did that happen? I, I remember coming to my first Super Bowl, uh, which was Super Bowl 49 in Arizona, and I was doing it all off my own back. I paid for my own flights, my own hotel. Like I was doing little hits and little updates into talk sport where I was working basically as like an assistant producer. And, you know, I probably lost thousands of pounds slash dollars on that whole trip but i got to go to i think one of the great super bowls of modern times and i was happy with it to fast forward to what 10 years later and now be not just here and having the swankiest setup on radio row and doing all sorts of big interviews and Did you hear him just throw it else. out on the table like that yeah. yes the swankiest of setups seriously considering that we brought all that stuff across the pond with us like it's not a bad little not a bad you made it worth over it. there um it's uh, seriously it's like dream come true territory i we went to opening night last night where we saw you guys and and i sat there and I, I went and sat on the home team bench between the sessions and i looked up to where our broadcast booth was and i looked around that stadium which probably had a good twenty thousand, thirty thousand people in it last night right and i just thought like I, I had like a pinch myself had to take a breath just calm down and level out moment because it is it's wild and i have the, the get to cover the sport i love that's growing so much in our country and, and get to do it like this is amazing. You know, Will, that's the thing. And I met you about three years ago, the first Super Bowl I came to as a member of the San Antonio Sports Star crew. And, and I love to pick your brain about how popular the NFL is becoming, uh, you know, all over Europe. I mean, my goodness, it's just blowing up, isn't it? Seriously, I've been to the Germany games the last two years. I did play-by-play in Munich and then again in Frankfurt the last two years. And... Honestly, those fans are amongst the best fans in the, uh, that I've ever experienced at any sporting event, be it you know college football, pro football, soccer, whatever it might be. They were absolutely incredible. And 
the UK fans, I mean, there has to be a level of dedication, right? If you follow a sport where the best games are being played at one in the morning, <laughs> then there's got to be a bit of a love for it yes. in some way, right? Like, we're, we're doing Sunday night football every single week on TalkSport 2, and we're there until 4, 4.30 in the morning. What's amazing is we can see that there's an audience there with us, listening along, engaging, getting involved, and it, it, you've just seen it grow and grow and grow over the years. It's, it's amazing to see. Will Gavin joining us here on The Blitz, a guy that's become a good friend uh, through the years uh, because of Radio Row. And you mentioned Sunday Night Football. Are you doing the play-by-play for that remotely? No, so what we do for in, in-season games, uh, when it's not the games in Europe or when we come out to do these games, we, ha- we take like the Westwood One feed. Okay. And then when they throw to a timeout, when there's a, a break in play or something like that, We'll come back to the studio, be myself, normally either by myself or, or with yeah, little Ollie Hunter, who's often here on Radio oh, Row yeah, with us. Yeah, or those guys. And we'll sit and we will chat about the game and we'll give our thoughts on what we've just seen. And we'll go to Twitter and read out some uh, listener interactions and stuff. And then when we hear the radio guys are back, we throw back and we go to Kevin Harlan or whoever it is for the All call. Right, you bring up Kevin Harlan, and, and, and I'm curious... Because yeah, I, I, I love Kevin Harlan. I think he's one of the best play-by-play guys out there. You doing play-by-play with your accent, what kind of call do you have? Like, we hear, like, soccer calls <laughs> and the craziness that will go with that. What does Will Gavin sound like calling American football on radio all across? Do, do, do you know what's very funny is I, uh, I did this earlier with another station. Is I it just, very polite? And I invented a play. I just did it uh, for them. It, it, I've got to say, I am heavily influenced by the fact that I've grown up listening to the greats of American sports commentary. And, and on radio in particular, like, you go back to, you want to talk about the growth of the NFL in the UK. As somebody who came into the sport in the kind of 90s and early noughties, back then... You didn't get TV coverage like you do now. And I'm listening to Sunday Night Football on Armed Forces Radio, which we're getting on kind of, yeah, just able to just about get in our homes, right? And so uh, that's what I listened to growing up and what I love. So I'd, I'd say you'd be surprised how Americanized it is. But with the British accent, obviously everything sounds classier, right? Well, and I did, is it overly do, polite? Do, do, doing, <laughs> the, doing the game in Germany when, um, uh, I, I, I don't even remember the Chiefs-Dolphins game, but there was that absolutely phenomenal uh, play where Tyreek Hill gets hit by Trent McDuffie, spills the ball, Justin Reed picks it up and, sco- and played that lateral pass on the touchdown. And I actually said, blimey, during the call. <laughs> and I, it was totally not on purpose. I didn't think to myself, I'm going to say something really British. I went, blimey! And I was just like, I didn't, it just came out and I couldn't help myself. And so, you know, there is, I'm sure that audio exists somewhere in the world. But is I'm not is there a meaning to blimey? Is, it's just, it's a very polite British way of saying, like, holy oh my cow. God, holy cow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> holy cow. It's, it's, the, it's the English holy cow. There now, we go. I, I, I did, love that. I did swore, and I holy you know, cow. need to represent my country better than that. Now, I don't know if you could see Joe working blimey into a sentence. Rob Thompson could work blimey into mm-hmm. a sentence. Sound like he knows exactly what he is saying and be completely off base with it. I completely agree. I, I 100%. I, I, I still retell the tale. I, we talk about, you guys talk about the Brits. We talk about our Texan friends. Oh, boy. And, and uh, we, people were asking me about the media party this year, which is, is coming up tonight. We, I, and I was retelling the tale from last year where we're on this ranch outside of, this, outside <laughs> yes. of Arizona. We're sat around a fire. We weren't outside of Arizona. We're, we were in Arizona. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> (laughs) Outside the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're in the state of Arizona. 
<laughs> American geography's rubbish. Don't even start on Rubbish. <laughs> um, we were in the state outside of Phoenix, sorry, was what I meant to say. And we were in this beautiful ranch, and there's fires going, and whiskey in hand, cigar in the other. And Rob's telling us these stories about going hunting for, like, rare game, but in Texas. Well, hogs. Hunting hogs. It was hogs. Hunting hogs with, a, with just a Bowie knife and stuff. And I'm like, this is the most American conversation I have ever engaged in in my life. And I loved it. I loved every moment. I hung on every word. You don't do that where you're from. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> no hog love, love and not a fighter, that's for sure. <laughs> no. You did say, though, you wanted to go on a hunt with us. Oh, I yeah. I, I'm very much a believer of... You've got to try everything once. I'm sure there was a time when I was a teenager, when I, I so I'm a San Francisco 49ers fan, which I know won't be popular on this station. I'm sure Not you at guys, all. Not you guys at all. It was fun talking to you. You guys are all Mahomes, all Chiefs, Texas Tech nonsense. That's fine. But I, I, <laughs> like, my old man, uh, which is what we call our dads. In yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we did the same. Okay, actually, that's yeah. fine. Okay. Uh -huh. So my old man worked for a company that was based partially in San Francisco, and so he used to spend a lot of time out there. And I'm sure there was a time when I was a teenager and I travelled out there and I was invited to go to a, a game at Candlestick, or and I could have said, no, it's not my thing, I've never done... And I didn't. I went, yeah, do you know what, why not? Give it a chance. I've never seen it before, never engaged with it before, and I fell in love with it. And so, you know, I don't think I'm going to fall in love with hunting if I give hunting a try, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to... You know, take an opportunity to have a bit of an all-American experience. Okay, well, what, well, what, what is it you do for fun when you're not working? What 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 do you do for fun? He drinks. Uh, well, I, besides, <laughs> we all do that. that. That's something we have in common for sure. Uh, my problem is, is that American football is probably how I spend my free time as well because I'm an absolute nerd. Like I, I talked about earlier, the 1 a.m. thing, right? It takes a real sort of dedication to be like I'm listening to uh, NFL podcasts in and out of work every day. I'm like consuming everything they'll give us on the TV. Like I, so that's my, my I guess my kind of I'm in like more fantasy leagues than you could ever imagine and those guys are my guys and we hang out all the time and like even when it's not in the season and we all we're all just sports fans in general so love rugby love our football love everything else as well so when you get to work doing the thing that you love it's really cheesy but like that means you want to do that thing all of the time right like it's it's kind of you know that's well yeah. it's true I, I however a line i use all the time my job is everybody else's hobby uh, uh, yeah exactly which is also when people complain about the hours that i work particularly my wife in this instance <laughs> uh, another line i'll try out is this sport is something that happens in other people's free time right it's something that you doesn't happen between nine and five because you're in the office it happens in the evening so i have to work in the evening and so yeah i get to do <laughs> what everyone else wants to do as a job right it's it's absolutely now, now gambling is is cool, right? Where you're from, I mean... <laughs> right, gambling's because, cool, right? Well, what I mean, a sentence. Well, you know what, what I'm saying, right? I mean, but I mean, it's legal is what, I'm, what I meant to Just say, Just to be right? clear, you know, 18 plus, be gamblerware.org. That's what we'd have to say on UK right. radio if uh, if we were doing this. Is it 21 in Texas? I don't uh, 18. know. But 18. Well, it's 18. not legal in Texas. You, you yeah, can't that's drink the problem. 21, but yeah. it's, it's a huge part of the culture in the UK and actually, you know, a huge part of my industry. I'm not, I'm not actually a big gambler. I'm a I'm a chuck a few quid on a, uh, I, like, I'll have like a... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Chuck a few quid. Put a few pounds on, put a few, like, like, you know, <laughs> like, like $20. Yeah, like, yeah, $10 bets, right. $20 bets, you know, on, on, like, putting on some accumulators, some acres, what you call a parlay. Yeah, so, yeah. The, the, <laughs> to use the American parlance. Um, like, I, I'm, I'm one of those kind of guys, I like to do fun things, which is like, you know, 
stuff that's football nerdy about like the overs and the unders and the yardage and the usage and stuff like that but i i'm not a huge sports gambler there's a lot of guys that work with us who will like dedicate a huge amount of their weekend to it and it is i mean we're out here sponsored by a betting company and that's how we can afford to come out and do this coverage and they it's a huge thing that's followed in the uk so for us this kind of vegas super bowl connection it makes zero sense that it's never been in sin city before whereas anyone who asks from here is like yeah that's because the nfl pretended gambling didn't exist <laughs> about exactly. three years ago so <laughs> uh, that it's it is bizarre to us and obviously not to do a kind of public service announcement gambling is something that needs to be done in kind of respectful ways and sure. it can ruin lives and everything else but also it can be a lot of fun right? i'm still trying you to learn the properly. whole responsibility thing, so <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm i've heard you i've heard you're a vegas guy joe <laughs> so don't even start like <laughs> it's exactly yes. what it is will gavin here on the blitz he does a show uh, how do people hear your show streaming um or can they uh, yeah they can we do so um TalkSport 2 uh, is our kind of secondary station, a bit like you know, an ESPN 2. Yeah. So we're doing a daily show on there from here on Radio Row at, at midday and, and repeated at 6 p.m. Uh, every day UK time. So that's what, central time, 6 a.m. And, and midday every day. So if people wanted to hear that, they can hear it at the TalkSport website. If they, if they wanted to hear more British men talking about American football, uh, we're also <laughs> doing some live stuff on YouTube <laughs> on Thursday and Friday. We're doing like an honours show on Friday morning our time, so middle of the night in Texas if you were so inclined. If you wanted to watch a YouTube stream of some English men talk about football, 11pm on, th- on Thursday night, we'll be there. I, I what mean, a rock and roll it, way it, to it, start it. your weekend. Now, now here's the thing. We call ourselves, <laughs> we're, we're talk show hosts. Yes. He is not a talk show host. I'm a radio presenter. He's a radio presenter. But it just sounds so classy the way he says it. You know, we're from He's a radio Dude, presenter. I mean, you know, yeah, right. So not only do they have the biggest setup here. Yeah. Swanky. Swanky. Swanky, yes. Swanky. For, for our audience to understand the level of star that we have sitting with us here is with, with Will Gavin, the man sits down in his chair. And then somebody puts his headphones on, and he uh-huh. starts presenting radio. Yes. Yes. And they saw there was a camera. There was a makeup artist that came over. I mean, the whole thing. The, the, the whole, the whole yes. thing is, yeah, is I, insane. I mean, I'm not going to deny it, because who in Texas is ever going to check? Like, although weird, I've, I've started doing a lot on, um, as I said, 49ers fan, but we uh, there's this whole thing with NFL teams. Not to get boring about it, but they have like international marketing agreements. There are certain teams that are allowed to market in certain countries. So there's like six teams who very specifically operate in the UK. And one of those is the 49ers. And so I've done a lot of work on KNBR and those guys as well. And weirdly, I've been getting loads and loads of more followers from like the San Francisco Bay Area who interact with any content we put out about the 49ers and stuff. So who knows? Maybe I could become a star in Texas as well. Absolutely. The Cowboys don't have that agreement? Uh, no, they do not. I actually don't know if the Cowboys have that agreement anywhere. No, no, no Cowboys in the UK, I'm afraid. Big it's, following in the UK. I was going to say, who is the most massive following in the UK, but not. Um, I, I know they're America's team, but in all honesty, and I know you're a San Francisco though, are fan. They? Detroit uh, are America's team now. I thought that was the case. <laughs> they were for a week, and then we realized they were Detroit. Um, but, but honestly, are the Cowboys the most popular team in the UK? They'd be in the conversation because they both have. The relevance of the kind of older generation guys who grew up watching it in the 80s and 90s and the razzmatazz of it. And there are some weird teams that have big followings in the UK you wouldn't necessarily expect. The, the Bears, for example. Like, weirdly, William Refrigerator Perry is like an absolute superstar to a certain generation yeah. of people yeah. because of the 85 Bears and, and that team. And, like, 
I, I think from... Yeah, so teams like the Bears, the 49ers, the Cowboys have that kind of legacy. The Dolphins have that legacy thing as well. And then because the NFL has grown so exponentially over the last, well, what, 15 years, 16 years since we started getting games in the UK, you've got certain teams who have had success in that period. So the Patriots are very popular. The Seahawks are very popular because of that. I guess the Chiefs are probably starting to come up a little bit. I don't see it a lot, but they've got a really hardcore, like, UK fan group who are one of the best in the country. The Packers do very well. It's all the kind of legacy teams you'd expect. Or or I think big city teams as well. I mean, if you're based in San Francisco, New York, Chicago, easy places to visit from the UK, then always that's a a I thought the Jacksonville Jaguars were popular. They they play there every year. And, And do you know what? They're probably more popular in London than they are in Jacksonville, if I'm to be honest. <laughs> um, the Giants do have a big following, and I think there are a lot of people's second team as well. And if they were to ever to move a team over our side, I think increasingly that's less and less likely. Sure. Um, versus f- five to ten years ago, what I've told you, they were determined to have done it by now, really, to be honest. Um, they definitely have. There is a, a group of people who will respect and enjoy the fact that they do come every year and they have that dedication and they have their links with, you know, Tony Khan and Fulham and all of that stuff as well. But they don't win very often. No, they don't. <laughs> and they're not very fashionable. And Jacksonville's not the most they're exciting place. Wouldn't you rather go to New Orleans? Wouldn't you rather go to Chicago? <laughs> Jacksonville isn't screaming holiday location no, to you, unfortunately. No. I'm really doing down. I've got so many friends at the Jaguars that I feel re- like, oh, I need them going to be listening, but uh, don't, don't put this out on social media. <laughs> no, we, 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 of course we would not do anything on social media. Nobody does that kind of thing. It, it's not there. Now, as you get ready to do the play-by-play of the Super Bowl this coming Sunday. How many Taylor Swift references will make the broadcast in the UK? We have been debating this already this week. And I've got to tell you, I am a fully bona fide Swifty. I have no problem <laughs> saying it. My wife... I'm a Swifty. Kind of, my, my, my wife... <laughs> fantastic. My, my wife indoctrinated me during lockdown. Um, and to the point where for a 10th uh, anniversary, I should probably remember that, we went out to Mexico and saw Taylor Swift. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, like, properly, she is a super fan, and I tangentially am a fan. And I think, it, I, I don't know, maybe you guys are naysayers. I don't think it's a bad thing for the NFL. That no, it's a great thing. Really I don't understand grown-ass men that get angry every time they show her on TV. I mean, how many, like, they did that study, right? 25 seconds in a three-and-a-half-hour yeah. broadcast. How can that piss you off? Like, seriously, how can that be something that gets you that riled up? And from my perspective... You see so many of these people, these dads who... There was a dad in Buffalo whose daughter came with him to the game who's become a legitimate fan, and that was her route into it. And how much is that a market the NFL have wanted for so many years? Young, mostly female fans is like an untapped market for them. And so I think it's great. I will probably throw in... If Travis Kelsey scores a touchdown, I will probably throw in a Taylor Swift reference or two. (laughs) Through a a song title? (laughs) Yeah, maybe. I mean, how how, how much studying are you putting into this. this this was the problem that i found when it first all started happening when she first started going to games is that obviously people didn't have the depth of knowledge of taylor swift at that point maybe that's grown in the time maybe it's been as good for her as it has been for the nfl but you'd have the same four or five references coming up over and over and over again and so i think if i'm going to do it i want to do something that's so niche that only my wife would understand it and most people listening wouldn't even get that it was a taylor <laughs> swift reference. i don't have that in my head yet but i'll find a way I'll find a way. Well, you got a long plane ride back. 
Uh, well, the game will be over. <laughs> plan for next year. You see what I work yeah, with? Yeah, that you say the, chief, you say the Chiefs are back next year? <laughs> of course. See, it's certainly possible. They've got Paddy, after all. Oh, yeah, my yes, goodness. Yes, they do. Always fun. Uh, beers tonight at the, uh, at the party. Obviously. Obviously. Will Gavin, talk sport. This has been a blast. Always nice. fun. Always fun catching up. Appreciate you stopping time. by. More coming up here from Radio Row in Las Vegas as we get ready for the game this coming Sunday.